banter with your host, Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. Good morning. It is Friday, the 11th day of November, five minutes after nine o'clock. And of course, in the studio is the Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. Good morning, doctor. Good morning, Martin, and good morning, Alpine. I hope everyone is doing well on this beautiful fall day and this wonderful Veterans Day. We are back with some um, biweekly updates about the amazing things happening in Alpine ISD and across the Alpine community. And today, Martin, we're going to chat a little bit about uh, today's holiday, Veterans Day, and some of the things going on around town for that. Um, also about the transition we're in right now, kind of from fall till winter, and also some safety and security updates, both from the state level and locally as well. Well, let's start with the holiday then. All right. So Veterans Day, a little bit of history lesson first. So Veterans Day was first celebrated on November 18, 1918, with the armistice of November 18, 1918, that officially ended all fighting in World War One. So not known as Veterans Day at that point. It was actually the end of the First World War, or at that point, the Great War. Um, and at that point... The war to end all wars. The war to end all wars. Yes, sir. And a year later, that day that marked the end... Of oh, I said November 18th. I'm sorry, that should have been November 11th. Pardon me. Um, so that day, a year later, was known as or commemorated as Armistice Day. And it was commemorated for years afterwards to honor the American veterans and veterans really around the world who had fought in the Great War. And decades later, that this day was expanded to Veterans Day to honor all veterans of the United States Armed Forces as well. Well, it's a great holiday, and, and Alpine really celebrates it well. Do we ever? And so I know there's a number of events around town, but wanted to share some that um, are happening within the district as well. So Alpine ISD hosts a very special celebration every year that will be happening today at 11 a.m. at Buck Stadium. And I was telling you just a minute ago, Martin, that this is one of the few times during the year when we convene almost the entire district. So we'll have most of our students from Alpine Elementary School, all of our students from Alpine Middle School, and from Alpine High School all coming together for a collective show of remembrance, gratitude, and honor for our local veterans. So we're really excited about that. And y'all, if you have not yet been to um, an Alpine ISD Veterans Day program, let me tell you a little bit about what it involves, because there's a lot to it. It's going to be a really special event. There will be musical performances by Alpine ISD students, poetry, proclamations, historical readings. Um, we'll have guest speaker, petty officer, second class, Alexis Armendares, um, speaking to us or so excited about that. And we'll also have a flyover courtesy of the Customs and Border Protection Air and Marine Operations Unit out of Alpine. So, and so much more. So be sure to come out today at 11 a.m. to enjoy that event and to join us in a collective honoring of our local veterans. And go ahead. We've got uh, a uh, an honor wall over at the high school. <laughs> We do. So Alpine, Texas has a rich history of military service, and we've always had over at the high school a veterans honor wall that honors Alpine high school graduates who have served in the armed forces. And so this has been, uh, will be relocated into our brand new cafeteria in the new Alpine high school. It's not ready yet, but we're excited for that unveiling sometime in the next few months. So well, stay tuned for more information on that one. Well, that'll be a great addition and looking forward to it. It will. It will. So I just wanted to share with you a couple other examples, again, of Alpine's rich history of military service. Um, some may know and some may not know that 
Many of our Hispanic veterans from World War II who returned back to Alpine, Texas, actually served as key leaders in dismantling our segregated school system in Alpine ISD in those post-war years. And it's such a great example of how our veterans have, yes, fought for freedom overseas, but also returned home to bring more freedom, more justice, and more excellence to their home communities as well. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of the older folks remember or attended the Centennial School when yes, it was sir. segregated. Yes, sir. So again, would li- just love to invite everyone in the community to join us today at Buck Stadium at 11 a.m. We're going to start right at the top of the hour, so come early to find seating. And veterans in the community, we invite you to join us as our special guests um, at that event. Veterans, if you could please arrive by 1045. We have um, ushers who will seat you in um, a special designated seating section out on the field so that we can honor you throughout the ceremony. Now, one thing I see absent from our notes, though, but we don't want to forget it, is the hot dog luncheon. That's correct. So immediately after the Veterans Day program, we invite all veterans to join us back at Alpine Elementary. For This is another annual favorite, if you will. Our fourth graders are so excited. Our fourth grade students um, have share a hot dog luncheon with our veterans. Um, they've pre- uh, prepared so many fun little things, and they're so excited to be able to honor um, our veterans with that time of food and fellowship. Also wanted to share, I don't think it's in our notes here either, I think at 2 o'clock this afternoon at the American Legion, there will be a mural unveiling and ribbon cutting there. So you might want to add that to your calendar for the day as well. That is fantastic. And I do know that the the veterans really appreciate that hot dog luncheon because not only is the meal, but they get to sit around with other veterans and it's a great atmosphere. Yes, and again, our fourth graders are so excited to uh, to host the veterans for that over at Alpine Elementary. And again, that'll be immediately following the Veterans Day ceremony, which starts at 11 a.m. Well, we're glad to hear that the ISD is honoring the veterans, as they always do. Yes, sir. But let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about the, some of the extracurricular transitioning that's going on. Sure. So wild to think that we have finished and wrapped up two of our six weeks, two out of six, six weeks that happened during the school year. So we're about a third of the way through the school year. So we're officially wrapping up many of our fall extracurriculars and moving into winter extracurriculars. So I wanted to mark the moment and just celebrate some of the amazing things that our students and staff have done. Um, so far this school year. So our Fight and Buck Band, they competed in the regional marching band competition and earned a two score overall. They had scores from judges of a two, a two, and a one, and they were so um both jointly excited. They really wanted ones, but what a great showing for them. Truly it was, and they've done amazing work all year. So I wanted to give them a, a shout out and a high five for an amazing season uh, the, with marching band. Yes. And the, uh, volleyball team had a spectacular year this year. They really did. They were so fun to watch and to cheer for. Our volleyball team ended up being district champs and then also by district champs. First time in four years that they've been by district champs, which was awesome. Lost a heartbreaker in the area game um, to Friona, but played their hearts out all year. And again, we're so fun to watch. And one of the good things is, from my understanding, that next year, the majority of the team will be back in place. We're only losing a few, few seniors. Yes, sir. So it was, a, again, great season. Uh, lots of promise ahead for that program. So we're Look, excited about that. And looking forward to next year. Yes, sir. So and I'm not going to say that there's a hardest sport, but if there was one, it might be cross country. So let's talk about that a little bit. Cross country is the sport that is often the punishment in, in other sports practices, if you will. But we have just an amazing cross country team. And we had some students who really um, set personal bests across that team and had some great performances, both hope to 
Dominguez and Hatfield Kaysen advanced to the regional cross-country meet um, in Lubbock. Did an amazing job there. Both had amazing runs and great finishes. Hatfield at that um, event actually advanced to the state championships where he ran last weekend. Had a great showing there for his first time ever at a state cross-country championship. So just so proud of both of them and also their teammates across the cross-country program. Such a great uh, group of kids doing really hard work and representing Alpine really well. So they had a great fall season as well. You know, and there's another group that really supports Alpine school pride and culture, and that's the cheerleaders. Oh, my goodness. You talk about people who are working all the time to make sure that we have a great culture and really uh, reinforcing our school pride. It's our cheerleaders. They're at football games. They're at volleyball games. Regardless of the weather and the football. Correct. Correct. And they're doing things throughout the week to... um, just make Alpine High School and actually each school. They also spend time at the elementary on Friday mornings, just spreading the the cheer and the school spirit throughout Alpine ISD. So they have been just such a blessing to our district and have had a great fall as well. I just wanted to give them a shout out. And they're gonna and they're gonna be busy tonight. They are. They are because football football is still going strong. So tonight we have our bi district championship game in Ozona, Texas against Brady. So head east out, uh, down the highway so we can go cheer on the Fighting Bucks in Ozona. So I just invite everyone to come out and cheer them on as we go into playoffs and the bi-district championship tonight. So hoping that football will um, still have some weeks ahead of us, and that starts tonight in Ozona. Yes, and uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about real quick is something that well, may affect our game tonight because we have some players out with the flu. We have a lot of students and staff out with the flu. You might uh, kind of hear in my voice that I'm recovering a little bit as well. But when we talk about this fall to winter transition in terms of extracurriculars, we also talk about that quintessential fall to winter transition, which is lots of germs and flu and things like that. And I tell you what, Martin, our community has been particularly hard hit this year um, by flu and other germs. Um, this, This week in particular across the district, our attendance has been 82%. And for which reference... Is, which is quite a bit down, yes. Yes, sir. For reference, we're usually around 95% with an aspirational 96 to 97%. So we have seen so many of our students, I mean, y'all are living this at home, so maybe our students and families really struggling with flu and other illnesses this year. And uh, the strains that we have this year are pretty uh, viral in as well in terms of people are out for multiple days and really struggling to get better. So we just encourage everyone listening, take good care care of yourselves, heal up. We're so excited for all of our bucks to be back at school. And and we feel like we're turning the corner on some of these uh, fall to winter illnesses, if you will. And hopefully folks will get better before the holidays hit. Yes. Yes, sir. Also wanted people to know too, we do have nurses and nurses, nurse aides at each of our campuses. So um, as a mom, my daughter was out a couple um, afternoons this week. And then one day I was like, I don't know if she's quite ready to go back, but do know that we have nurses on each campus. So you can send your kids because they always have that option to go to the nurse to be checked out and then they'll make calls home if needed so well good information now we also have some safety and security updates sure so definitely something that's been top of mind for uh, many people across the state over the last few months wanted to continue to bring updates to the community on this so one of our goals and this has uh, been a district goal for many years is to ensure the safety and security of Alpine ISD students and staff while also maintaining a positive campus culture. And so I wanted today to speak a little bit to our continuing efforts um, with this particular goal and also some 
excuse me, some partnerships with the state around this area as well. So back in June, Governor Abbott announced $100 million in funding to help with um, school safety and security updates. And so at that time, that was really promising. Now, we found out a few weeks ago that the amount (laughs) that we will receive as a district from that $100 million, so far, y'all, that's six thousand dollars sounds like we're getting the short end of that stick (laughs) so so while that was very promising back in june what that actually looks like when it comes out to what comes directly to schools was rather limited Um, we will still be applying for that six thousand dollars but that six thousand dollars would specifically be for panic alert systems within schools. That's actually something we already have in place on each of our campuses and have had in place for years, um, but we're hoping we can apply for that funding and be able to use that to offset some of those costs locally. Mm. So that was, I hate to say it was a disappointment, but it didn't quite um, turn out the way that we imagined in terms of the funding we might be receiving on that. How about that? Well, still better than a sharp stick in the eye. There you go. Looking on the bright side. So um, a few weeks ago, the governor announced an additional $400 million for school safety improvements. And so that was now, really... Please don't tell me we're only going to get $80 out of that. Well, good news, Martin. So great news on this one. Uh, almost immediately after the announcement, TEA and the governor's office um, released what the grant will look like and what that funding will look like. So great news for us as a district and also for the districts around this area each district um here locally will be receiving two hundred thousand dollars which is yeah a nice chunk of change for improvements specifically at alpine isd and this will be through what's called the school safety standards formula grant so different districts receive different amount of funding based on their enrollment but there's a minimum amount of two hundred thousand so alpine isd marathon isd fort davis isd marfa isd each of us qualify for that two hundred thousand minimum which is great news and that'll definitely help out especially in the older campuses yes absolutely we'll talk about that in just a minute so the this funding actually came from additional funds that were left over statewide in the foundational school program, that money is likely from the increased recapture funds that the state captures from each school district. So there was already this additional funding for schools sitting at the state offices, and they've released some of that back to schools through these security funds. So we're excited about that. The money was sitting there. Now they're putting it to use. There you go. So let's talk a little bit about what this money is for and then how we're thinking about using it locally, because really it will be a blessing to us. So the state um, set some parameters for these funds. They imagine that the purpose being to replace or upgrade doors, windows, fencing, communications, cameras, etc., and any other safety measures that districts deem appropriate. Um, At the same time, the state also released a draft of what they're calling minimum safety requirements for all buildings. And it might surprise some of us to hear that those really hadn't been in place in many ways for um, Texas public schools. We did have minimum new building standards, but not necessarily for older buildings. And as we know, we have um, quite a variety in terms of the age of our buildings here in Alpine ISD. So included in these minimum safety requirements, there will be requirements around exterior locking doors. That's already true on each Alpine ISD campus. Um, Entry-resistant film on certain doors and windows. Exterior door numbering, again, that's already in place. Radio signal repeaters, that helps first responders. We already have that in place in some of our buildings. And then exterior secure master key key lock boxes. So a number of different ideas and requirements from the state about what to use this funding for. And what um, I want to share a little bit about the process we're going through as a district to think about how to best use these funds. 
So here in Alpine ISD, we have an internal team that's evaluating kind of our next step needs across our buildings. Again, we've done a number of audits throughout the year. We know that we have extensive safety measures already in place, but there's always a next step that we can do as well. And so our principals, our admin team, our school resource officers will be working together, thinking about what those next steps are on each campus. Um, and then they'll be coming up with proposals about what we could use the funding for, and those proposals will go before our safety and security committee and then our school board as well. Well, as you said, we've got varying ages of buildings, and they go by quite a di- quite a different, something brand new and stuff fairly old, really. Sure, absolutely. So our elementary school was built in, I have to verify this, but I want to say perhaps the 60s, uh, middle school, early 1990s, Alpine High School, uh, new components, but parts of that building were built in the 70s as well. And so, um, again, this 200000 we don't imagine, gets split evenly across the three campuses and instead will help us um, bring different elements that were built decades ago up to modern standards. It'll get safety. spent where it's needed most. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I also wanted to share, too, that this $400 million, I mean, that's, that is a large amount of money and, and definitely appears to be a um, significant reinvestment of school funding back into schools. Um, but just to share as well, the state of Texas currently has a $27 billion surplus going into this legislative session. So that $400 million, when you think about it as a portion of the $27 billion, is still a relatively small fraction of what's in the coffers. Um, and that's in addition to the $13 billion rainy day fund or savings account that the state has as well. Well, so, hopefully the state will open up its wild a little bit more for us. Yeah, so you'll see um, as we go into a legislative session starting in January that many organizations will be vying for these surplus funds and really trying to help drive the narrative about what are the best ways for us to infuse this public funding back into the public good. Yes, and certainly, we, we, I'm sure we can find plenty of ways to spend it. We sure could. We sure could. So more to come on that. Again, we'll keep talking about school finance and uh, lots to come in the covering months as we go into the legislative session. So as we wrap up today, I just wanted to wrap up by um, talking about November as a month of Thanksgiving. So we're a couple of weeks away from the uh, wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, but really a theme across our topics today is the gratitude that we have, immense gratitude for our veterans. Again, come today 11 a.m. to our Veterans Day celebration at Buck Stadium. Um, Also, our gratitude for the successes our students and staff have co-created so far this year, and also grateful for the state and local partners that help us continually ensure the safety and security of our Fightin' Bucks community. So uh, lots to be thankful for in the Fightin' Buck Nation right now in November. Um, also, Martin, I am wrapping up my first six months, if you time, can believe it. Time goes by. Time goes by so fast. As superintendent here in Alpine ISD, you talk about blessings. I am so grateful for the ways this community has banded together in support of our schools over the past six months. I'm really proud of the great progress we're making so far and excited for what lies ahead for us. Okay, well, because it's uh, next the, in two weeks, it will be the Thanksgiving weekend. Yes, sir. We are going, we will not have a show that week uh, on, on Friday the uh, 25th. Right. But what we do, we'll have it on Friday the 2nd of December. Yes, sir. So we're going to have a one week off for the holidays and... Uh, and hopefully, uh, since I won't see you until then, hopefully you'll have yourself a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you. And I hope everyone in Alpine has a wonderful Thanksgiving as well. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Don't forget tonight, 730, Alpine Fighting Bucks. 
heading up to Ozona to take on the Bulldogs of Brady by district playoff football. Go Bucks. <laughs>